Hello and welcome to the Connecting Podcast. Hopefully my mic sounds good because I kind of see it peaking on the right, but I don't want to be too loud. How's everyone going? It peaked? Maybe because I'm going closer and I'm screaming like this. So, um, welcome back to the podcast. I'm Andre. I'm the funny actor guy who's not funny whatsoever. Um, and my co-host, am I funny? How am I funny? Exactly. Um, <laughs> uh, my co-host, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm recording time. <laughs> <laughs> Funniness. <laughs> okay. And my co-host today, my co-host today is, I just realized that you are not like you, <laughs> this is going off to a great start. You weren't even like, I forgot my audio was down for my desktop because I turned it down for when I stream. You can talk now. Wonderful. So basically they heard nothing. They basically heard nothing up until now. And I'm going to turn you up just a little bit, just so you're oh. kind of on the same level as me. Um, yeah. Okay. So the funniest thing I've said in six episodes and nobody heard him and it feels bad. Uh, well, you can do it right now, but it'll be funny. No, it's well, not funny anymore. Well, well, I, well, I use my epic standing desk to stand up this time instead of sitting down, so I can actually do the podcast group in in a good way. All right, just uh, say uh, say the funny thing while it goes up. Say the funny thing. I said that uh, according to my calculations, uh, Andre is funnier than the average person because the joke that he produces on a thirty-minute basis is, uh, has higher community value than the average person. I think the chair rolling back actually covered your joke just to show how wonderful how epic Shut I am. <laughs> Alright, moving on. Alright, yeah. Um, this is the most unprepared oh wait, you didn't even introduce yourself. Right. I'm just here. He's here. What, what what's fun, your name? I'm here. What's your name? I said my name is Stefan. No, but 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 what's your name? Cool. <laughs> Let's see. What are what are we? This is the most unprepared that we've been every single episode so far. We've always repeated our topics. We've always uh just nope. done whatever because we can't actually find stuff that we're interested in. We're actually interested in and talk about it. Um, because every time Jack uh, shit ain't happening, bruh. Well, there's some stuff happening next week, but there's also like. Again, it's just stuff that we're interested in, which is mainly video games. I again, I we label it as an entertainment podcast, and we only talk about games and sometimes movies. And I don't think we've ever mentioned music once. I think we've mentioned Little Nas X's concert and Roblox <laughs> like two episodes ago, but that was because we mentioned it because it was Roblox. Cool. Let's just jump straight into it, man. Um, I feel like this episode is either going to be Two topics, which is going to be the Game Awards and a new Fortnite event that launched today. I don't play Fortnite. I absolutely do not care, but I'm always interested in like the cosmetic. Okay, let's let, let's be completely fair to Fortnite. Fortnite, as much as you hate it or dislike it or whatever, it has some pretty cool live events. I mean, agreed. That it, it's it, it's it, they're, they're 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 pretty good, you know. Um. 
I feel like I'm getting more comfortable with the podcast now because I'm I'm speaking quicker. I'm, 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 I'm I, I I feel I feel <laughs> probably because I drank like something Skip with caffeine. Skip it up, and then just blow up. Okay. Um. So let's get to the what's been happening. What have we been getting up to recently? Segment. Uh, yeah. Uh. Safran, what have you been? What have you? Uh, oh, fuck six. What have you been getting up to recently? Well, you said said not to repeat the same topics. So I mean Okay, well no no <laughs> but this is this is like the only exception. Like we have this every oh, the single episode. The only okay, exception. Okay. We're not gonna have like standalone topics that we talk about that are like repeated. Red Dead. Uh yeah, Red Dead. Oh, I, I, I'll try. Red Dead Redemption I'll try. Okay, this is I'll, all I'm going to say. Hold on. You I'll, Red Dead update came yesterday. Wait, before you finish. Mm. You Red Dead Online update came today, so the full online is five bucks. Um, And they added some expansions and stuff for some roles, and they just, you know, they basically ruined it. So I'm not going to be playing that trash game anymore. How so? How did they ruin it, Stefan? Well, there's plenty of bugs. I delivered like three like alcohol deliveries because alcohol is illegal in the Wild West. Not alcohol, but moonshine. Moonshine. Uh, yeah, so I did like three deliveries where I sold moonshine and I got no money for any of it. Um, the daily challenges, which are like the main source of the premium currency gold, uh, now only give you half the gold that they used to. What? Yeah. So, so basically what it was like in launch, you so got basically nothing. Before, if you logged in every day and did one daily challenge, uh, minimum every day, uh, if you hit 28 days, every challenge would be, or would give you half a gold bar, which is like crazy good. Um, and now it only gives you max 25. Also, before, you could keep your multiplier going. So once you hit 28 days, you'd keep going 30 days, 35 days, and every day it would give you half a gold bar. Um, now when you hit 28 days, it resets and you go back to no multiplier. Yes. Which is shit, because once you hit 20 days, each challenge is only worth 0.1 gold bars, which is absolutely dog. Um, and I don't have time to grind double the time that I used to put in. So, uh, Anything else other than Red Dead? Play the story, uh, man. Come on, you have the full game. Just play the story. True. I feel like story mode isn't worth it because nobody sees what I do. And <sighs> it kind of seems like a waste of time to me. But that's just my opinion. I know plenty of people love this story. I have no doubt it's a very good story. But just, <laughs> me. Um, it's yeah. just not my kind of vibe. Yeah. Okay. Anything else? Um, been getting back into Warzone recently. Mm. Um, was, well, what is yeah. there new in Warzone? Because I haven't like actually played it. I remember really. I played I played season three like a lot a lot and I got Alex about I, I got both of Alex's skins and then once season four started I just used the COD points that I had I really just wanted Captain Price's skin uh, and that's it I don't think I'm gonna actually start playing Modern Warfare again for its cosmetics until like soap comes out because uh, now they have like Farah Nikolai and I think they have like. Cold War characters in there as well, like the guy that looks like Brad Pitt with a scar on his face, and um, and Sergeant Woods from the original Black Ops games. Um, yeah, 
But is there like what well, is there anything substantial new in, in Warzone now? Uh not really. The integration with Cold War is coming soon, so all the weapons from Cold War will be added into Warzone. Mm. Um that hasn't happened yet, but it's soon to come. Um yeah. And how are you finding Warzone like in fun level? Is it is it funner than It's pretty fun. I just wish I had more people to play it with. Um yeah, we still haven't played it together. Um, yeah, well, because it's it's funny. It it takes up like two hundred gigabytes in my in my hard drive, and yet I don't play it. Uh, so that's it for you, then. I'm trying to think. Oh, I've been trying to prepare for the GTA updates by doing money drops because I don't want to grind all that stuff again. Mm. Um, but that hasn't been very fruitful. Because I have a hard time finding streamers on YouTube or doing money drops legit, and it's not just a looped video. I understand um, that. I mean, I don't understand going and uh, yeah. like like getting money for absolutely free. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, there are like no hackers on console. Yeah, well, I mean, there was one hacker, but it just didn't work in my favor. I don't know if I mentioned uh, it before, but I had like this MC business that I was doing, and this motorcycle guy. Motorcycle club. Yeah, motorcycle club for GTA. those that don't know. Um, and like I would have to like burn some stuff or like explode some stuff in this seat in this like little area, and I was trying to do that, and someone like teleported behind me and started shooting at me, and so I was like, oh okay, maybe I just didn't see them. And every time they would shoot me from behind, it was it wasn't like aimbot or something. He just like teleported himself behind me and started shooting me. And I was like, okay, I know that I don't have like a very good <laughs> like view of everything. Sometimes, sometimes yeah. I'm too like I have. Sometimes I'm too focused on one thing and I get tunnel vision. I'm like I don't really pay attention to the stuff around me. But there's no way that I missed that time. So every time I would check the map and he would just instantly appear behind me and start shooting me. And I kind of got what he was doing and killed him a few times, but I didn't. I didn't finish the thing and I got really mad because at the at 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 the time I didn't have a lot of money in GTA. <laughs> the <Yeah>. the <laughs> MC businesses was like the only thing that I knew how to do because I didn't look at any videos or like look at this strategy. You have, yeah, I did plenty of that. So I just did like stuff that I thought got me a lot of money and I did like the MC missions. Um and then I got really mad and I just didn't play GTA for like 2 days. Uh <gasps> 2 days. 2 days oh no. Oh no. Um. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that's you're. About it. Only that's the only thing I can think of is uh, playing Valorant, playing Jet, and uh, watching How to Noodle to find crazy Jet spots on whatever map. Mm. I don't know what that is because I don't play yeah, Valorant. Jet can boost yourself in the air. Is it? I think I know the character models, but I don't know exactly like who they are by name. Is Jet like? Who who is Jet? Uh, the one with the white hair, the Korean with the white hair. Okay, there's like two or three girl, girls in Valorant that I know that have like white hair. What? White hair. The one with the knives. Valorant. Oh, the, the one with the kunai's. Yeah. The one with blue on her. Yes. Okay, I thought like. Yeah. So basically, you can boost yourself in the air, and uh, I've just been watching a YouTuber named How to Noodle. Um, oh, I was thinking of Sage. Like crazy good jet spots. Yeah, 
Sage is a woman, but she doesn't have white hair. Um, cool. Okay, time for me. Um, I haven't finished Avatar yet. I I don't know why I've been putting it off. I have like five episodes left until I finish the whole series. Uh, actually, I'm probably like on episode sixteen. Uh, I let's just say I think I'm like one or two episodes away from the four part. Uh, from the four episode series. There's four episodes at the la at the. Um, the last four episodes of the third season have like the same name, so it's like part one of blah blah blah, part two blah. It's like it's essentially like a whole episode, like a whole uh, an hour and twenty minute episode, but it's divided into four. I don't know. I think I, I said a lot of episodes in those like thirty seconds. It just I have like a little bit of the show to finish, um, but I just haven't done it because I've been putting it off for some reason. I haven't like sat down and started watching it. Um, oh, good, finish it. I know. Um, I started playing um, the new PlayStation Plus games. Actually, the PlayStation Plus game, which was Just Cause Four. Uh, not saying that there's no, there's only one PlayStation Plus game. I'm just saying I've only played one out of two or three, how many ever they are. Um, just Cause 4, I would just say it's several, several times worse than the third one. And I get the third one had, like, technical issues, which were, like, that didn't... Actually, no, they, they did sometimes run the game, because me, as a trophy hunter, I was trying to do, like, challenges, and basically you, you have to get five gears on every single challenge. Gears would serve, like, stars. And you would have to get uh, five gears on every single challenge in the whole map so you could get a trophy. And one of the challenges has an invisible wall that was never, never fixed. Um, and I, you, didn't, you couldn't complete the challenge unless you went like a very, very specific route and hope you didn't bump into like an invisible rock or something. Um, and I think the people who made Just Cause 3 uh, developers... Uh, it's at the tip of my tongue. Avalanche Studios. I think they also made the Mad Max game. Mad Max game developers. Uh, Avalanche Studios, yeah. Because it mainly focuses on like explosions and just like clunkiness when driving vehicles. So it kind of has the same feel. Mad Max, I'm one trophy away from getting it. I, I'm literally missing one specific thing. It's like one collectible. I guess you could say, and it doesn't appear on my map, and that, that's another bug. So Avalanche, I'd say, has a history of like not fixing bugs and issues in their games. So um, yeah, it sucks, and I kind of want to. I please, please, Avalanche, if somehow you're listening to this, please just give me the trophy. I <laughs> I spent a lot of time, and I don't. Uh, I don't know what else to say. Yeah, just cause for. So okay, so that's what Just Cause Three is like. Imagine Just Cause Four, but the controls are even worse. Um, the shooting feels too easy, uh, and I feel like some mechanics in the game, like there's this like loadout system, which is like completely foreign to me in a Just Cause game. I don't know why it just makes it super confusing. The grappling hooks has like different things. Maybe I just because I haven't played Just Cause Three in a while, so I don't exactly remember what it's like but um just without visiting the previous game i'm just gonna give an unfair review i don't like it <laughs> just just cause four i mean i don't like just cause four 
uh, from what I played so far. The story is weak. So so was like the third one, but it was actually somewhat interesting because the villain was kind of a dick. Um, just Cause Four is like the typical like, ooh, look at it's secret agency man, and he's like, he's fighting this rebellious group where like, Just Cause Three had like this dictator that was actually like kind of brutal. It was like somewhat interesting, even though it's like. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's necessarily bad. It's a necessarily bad game. But like story-wise it wasn't that great, but it was still good. You know what I mean? It's like that mix between good and bad that kind of makes it enjoyable. Yeah, yeah. Uh Just Cause 4 is just bad. <laughs> I'm never going to get a job from Avalanche as a voice actor or anything. Um Cool. Okay, that's it for me for what I've been doing this week. I think I haven't really done much. I've I, I've started streaming it. I did a Bloodborne stream. Um, it was actually a lot of fun. I played with one of my one of my friends. Please follow my Twitch. I want attention, uh, and I want followers, and I need twenty five more to hit affiliate. And I've seen videos of like only twenty five. Only twenty five. Actually, here, let me check. I clicked my Instagram instead of my Twitch by accident. Um, I've seen videos of people saying like, don't turn on affiliate or never become affiliate for some, I'm sure they have good reasons, but like, I still kind of like, it's probably the only place I could probably get money. Even if it's like $2 and 50 cents for every sub. Yeah. Um, how many followers do I have? Tw- I have 24 followers. Never mind. I need 26 followers instead of 25. So yeah, give me attention because uh, I want money. Uh, yeah, and I did a Bloodborne stream. I chose probably the worst stats in the game just because I was like, haha, content. Uh, probably gonna make it into a video once I get far enough into the game. I'll go like fifty percent through the game, and then I'll upload a video on it, and I'll do another fifty percent, uh, reaching like a hundred, and then. Um, I'll make that into a video because I think I feel like it'll be fun. Uh, other than that, also, oh wait, did I just pull my headset? Am I good now? Uh, you're fine. I'm fine. Okay. Um, yeah, that's basically what I've been doing all week. Like uh, everything that comes to my head. Cool. Let's talk about Fortnite season five because it's the thing that I kind of want to get over with quickly. Uh, because I feel like I have more to talk about the game awards. Uh, I have a list here from GameSpot about everything that was added into, like everything that's new in season five. Uh, do you want me to give you the link so you can, so we can read it together? Uh, start it off. Uh, hold on, hold on. Let me send you the link. Uh, so basically, from what I've seen, I saw somewhere Kratos from God of War, the new God of War, is somehow in Fortnite. I think if it's a, if you play on the PS5, you get a skin. But from what I see here, Chapter 2 Season 5 Zero Point is mainly Star Wars. Because it's like Mandalorian, Baby Yoda. Uh, not mainly Star Wars. Not mainly Star Wars. Well, at least, at least what they're has, showing. Yeah. At least what they're showing the on the cover. Yeah. But the actual theme is Bounty Hunters. All of the skins are supposed to be Bounty Hunters. Mm. Everything is related to Bounty Hunters now. Uh, so i'm gonna start reading just like stuff that's important the zero point has been exposed uh what's the zero point it's a big floaty thingy 
I'm not up to like Fortnite lore. I was until like season ten, and then the new chapter started, and I played the first season of that. And then after that, like once the Marvel thing came out, I was like, ah, okay, cool. And I just didn't really play anymore. Um, so w- what's the zero point? I don't know. It's a big blue floating thingy. I think it's a prison, at least from what I saw from the live event. Wait, what? What do you mean prison? Uh, maybe it's not prison. But like in in the live event, weren't they trying to like trap Galactus inside the zero point or stop him from absorbing it? I think. Because I think I I, don't I, know what it is. I think energy I w- source prison. I don't know. I watched the uh, critical. Uh, Charlie Charles White, the greatest actor of all time, for his famous role in the Hunger Games. Um. <laughs> Uh, Charles White, <laughs> critical, did like a live stream where he checked the Fortnite event, uh, for like five minutes. Um, and there was like one point where, what's it called, Galactus like reached into the middle and pulled out like an orb or something. So yeah, it, that's is what the zero point is? Is that like well, what is that exactly? Is that the thing that creates the map? Is that the thing that sucked in everything in the in season X? I don't even remember. Uh, is an object that Loot Lake and was foreshadowing the blast off event from season four. Yeah, so it was the thing that was in Loot Lake the whole time. Hmm. I think. Chapter one, the location of Zero Point was in Loot Lake, and we couldn't confirm that it was there all the way until season eight. Uh, by the visitor, reappear season eight, season nine, final showdown. The zero point exploded, but is frozen in time for the sake of the season. It seems that the zero point is the energy of the rift beacon, since the visitor was using... See, this is like a lot of Fortnite lore that I don't understand. Uh, And the vice event, Agent Jonesy... Yeah, so there's like a whole... Probably (laughs) probably your brother can... uh, Yeah, most likely. Can like explain it to us later. Um, But yeah, cool, zero point. So that's what the whole thing is called. A uh, new battle pass full of challenges, including one for the Mandalorian. Okay, I feel like Fortnite is turning now into like a brand output. Like how they had Marvel stuff on their thing yeah. and DC stuff. Now they have what Star Wars. Uh, a new battle pass is rumored includes content from the Star Wars TV show The Mandalorian. And you get a skin of the Mandalorian himself, who. I, like what's what's special about the Mandalorian? I haven't watched the show. It just looks like a stormtrooper or Boba Fett. Again, I'm not much into like Star Wars. Again, I I don't remember the last time I watched the original six movies or like the original trilogy and the the prequel, one, two, and three. Yeah, I watched them a while ago. And it just looks like gray Boba Fett. I don't know, like, is, is is he a bounty hunter? Is that what it is? And, like, the whole battle pass is related uh, to a bounty hunter? Yeah, he's a bounty hunter. Well, I just did it. Wasn't, I literally said Wait, wasn't Boba Fett a bounty hunter as well? Yes. So, wait, what's... Because Mandalorian th- is a race. Wait, so what's different about the Mandalorian, then? Like, uh, wh- he's wh- the last Mandalorian. But what, what, do, what do Mandalorians look like? What he looks like. But he just has, like, the helmet of a stormtrooper on, or, like, Boba Fett's helmet. 
I really... Huh? Wait, so was Boba Fett a Mandalorian as well? Yeah. What? This is so... Didn't they have, like, this, like, little city thing on the water in episode two, was it? Um, like, episode two of Star Wars, where they... Obi-Wan Kenobi and Anakin try and find a certain bounty hunter, and it's, like, Boba Fett's dad. Are those Mandalorians, the people there? Or... This is so, like, whatever. That's just the man- Mandalorian is a race. Okay, it's a race. Like okay. human. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. And what's what's different about that race than the others? Like what's their Is there anything distinctive to them? Like yes. would they have They wear the shit. They wear the stuff. <laughs> the, the the armor and stuff. That's Wait, like a distinctive, like from them and who? Like just like the normal characters and like the normal humans in Star Wars. Oh, probably not. Okay, so is it like a race of warriors? Is that what it is? Like bounty hunters? Hey. Yes. Okay. That okay. That that somewhat makes more sense. Uh, players can unlock a skin of Mandalorian and then challenges such as one to visit the Razor Crest. Cool. I'm guessing that's the thing from the show. By ranking up the battle pass, you can unlock tons of rewards, both Star Wars inspired, and you can get Baby Yoda at rank 100 as a pet and an additional clothing style for the Mando skin. At the higher ranks, there is a secret skin on Backblink for players to eventually unlock, although it's unclear what it might relate to. Also, according to a leak, this season will bring God of War's Kratos as a skin, though that's likely to be separate purchase rather than part of the battle pass. No, I'm, I'm sure that's going to be like an exclusive skin if you play it for PS5. Uh, as, yeah, you, probably. as usual, you can unlock new Battle Pass content through gameplay. Okay, I get that. So you can sell your soul, or you can actually play the game normally, which is selling your soul. Um, so either way, either you spend a fuck ton of money, like a hundred dollars, just to oh look, I have boss, I have boss baby version of Yoda. Um, or you can just like spend hours and hours in the game. Uh, new weapons and items. I don't care. Wait, Dragon's Breath shotgun. No, I'm a big shotgun and Deagle fan. What's a Nighthawk? A Mandalorian Ambin sniper rifle, which lets you switch between melee and ranged. Huh? One way you can get that is by heading to Mando's ship and taking out the AI. More weapons are coming throughout the season five. Okay. Bounty system. Fortnite players would also find new quests and bounties from NPCs. Okay, when is this? Yeah, like... they copied um, where's them? Oh, so like the little tablets that it's you like find a on contract, the ground. Yeah. Mm, but these are NPCs instead of actually like. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought it actually was players. Wait, so did the NPCs spawn? So copied though. The NPCs spawn randomly, or are they always in the same spot? Can someone just hog them? And just. Uh yeah, but need the contract to find they probably spawn randomly okay take on their quest and bounties get intel on your surroundings or hire them to be around when did like this turn from a battle royale to like a battle royale slash action adventure game 
or like an RPG. I don't know. Don't want to negotiate? Challenge them to a duel and reap the rewards. Okay. Okay. I'm just expecting. Oh. I'm just like the arena. I don't know. There's a thing here that says map changes, so I'm guessing that's what where the arena is. I, I'm just expecting like Coliseum from the trailer. What trailer? The trailer. Of the I didn't. Season. I didn't watch the new season trailer. What? <laughs> um, I'm just expecting like John Wick or something. Like he, he, not only is Keanu Reeves in Cyberpunk, um, but he's also in Fortnite. Again, um, of course, that means you can become the target of a bounty, so you'll need to pay close, to close attention. Okay, so yeah, it, it is kind of similar to Warzone. Finally, the Fortnite map has introduced new locations from Beyond the Loop. The description says Battle for Honor in an ancient arena, sharpen your survival skills in the jungle, and explore the shifting crystalline sands flowing from the exposed zero point. The uh, zero point can now be sitting, can now be sitting, can now be sitting, floating in midair over the middle of the map. And sands cover most of the central area of the map and allow you to hide underneath. Okay, the the, the map changes keep getting wilder and wilder. I have, <laughs> yeah. uh, and then Galactus. All this arrives following Fortnite Galactus event. Uh, okay. Cool. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ! I think that popped up in the in the podcast as well. That was loud. I just scrolled down to like look for a video, or not look for a video, but just see like what else is there in here. And like the Fortnite season five battle pass, just boom, 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 and blared in my ears. Okay, I think that's it for Fortnite. Is there anything else we want to talk about it? Uh, no. I was just gonna ask if you know who C Day is. Yeah. Wait. Do I know who C Day is? The YouTuber. God, <sighs> everything sounds so familiar to me, but I don't exactly know who each person is until like yeah, I used to make like those heavily edited videos. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he had like six point seven million subs. He still does. Six point seven His six. Last video was nine months ago. Uh, and why did you want to mention? Until yesterday. When he live streamed the event, mm. Mm. was it was it anything like important? <laughs> uh, yes, he live streamed the event, and, and and that's it. Yes, okay. It was important because he is cool. Cool guy Thank you for listening. No problem. Um. What else is there? Battlefield 3 is free for Amazon Prime members, which I got yesterday. Uh, Animal Crossing New Horizons. Okay, so that means we can spend the rest of the podcast, like 20, 30 minutes, leading it up to an hour. We can talk about the Game Awards. And this is a favorite topic of mine because I like guessing who uh, is going to win. I haven't voted yet. Uh, I think I'm going to... You have? Okay, so you'll tell me what you voted, and I'm going to scroll through here and um, and vote for myself while we're talking about it. I need to sign in, though, don't I? Do I need to make a Game Awards profile, or can I just sign in with anything? Uh, sign in with Twitter. Sure. Okay. 
Uh, the Game Awards can track your voting badges and give you access to special features. <gasps> what? Okay, I'm going to sign up with Google then. <laughs> um, yeah, come on. What's... um? I always forget stuff um, like at the last second. Um, but who's the guy that conducts the Game Awards? Is that the tip of my tongue? And I, I've been following him on Twitter for so long now. Jeff Keighley, that's what it is. Okay. Jeff Keighley, as always, is hosting the Game Awards. Um, oh, yeah, I heard Tom Holland is also going to be a host. Guessing because he's in the Uncharted movie and Uncharted is a video game. Uh, God, everything is loading so slow. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. I just thought my computer froze. Uh, okay. I'm going to go all the way down and then I'm slowly going to go up because the first thing is always the most important. Okay. This is like esports stuff, which I'm not really that into. So maybe you can help me. Uh, Domon Gaming. This is League. Dallas Empire. That's. Call of Duty, yeah, it's Call of Duty. How far down did you skip? I just went to the very bottom one on the best esports. I'm on best esports team right now. San Francisco Shock, that's Overwatch, right? That's Overwatch. Yeah. Team Secret is Dota. I think I put Shock because I literally don't watch anything else. Yeah, I don't. I don't watch the Overwatch League either, but I know they're they're two time two timers. They're two timers. Wait, didn't Seoul win? Not San Francisco. Then they, yeah, there's been like four seasons. I know. I haven't paid attention whatsoever. I haven't played Overwatch in yeah. so long. The man. last two. The last two. Um, I spent. Uh, I spent so long in Overwatch. San Francisco. Okay, sure. I'll. The last two. I have no idea who. Do, I. I don't play League. Uh, I kind of want to get into it, but I don't really play League. Uh, I don't watch competitive Call of Duty. Uh, I don't watch Dota. The only thing close to Dota that I played is Heroes of the Storm, and I played that for like two hours max. So I'll just vote San Francisco Shock. I, I I was never really that much into esports in the first place. Uh, and I feel like you've been into esports, Stefan, because you used to play Overwatch. You still used to play Overwatch after I played, and you kind of wanted the skins, uh, like the specific skins, right? Yeah, I have a lot of them. I only I have. Um, I think I only have on one PC, or two. On PC, at least, I have. Sombra, Widowmaker, Reinhardt, and Lucio. So that's what Toronto Defiant skins for them. That's eight skins, right? Because it's yeah, you get uh, two versions. Right. Yeah. Uh, I have one other, but I remember. Best esports host, the best host or commentator of esport event, both in venue and/or broadcast in 2020, irrespective of game or language. Alex Golden Boy Mendez, Alex Machine Richardson, Ifji. Again, I put the Overwatch League. James Dash Patterson and Jorian Shiver Vander Hyden. Hyden. Um. Wait, who's the Overwatch League one? Uh, I feel like I recognize the first one, Alex Golden Boy Mendez, but I don't know exactly from where. Uh, James Dash Patterson. This guy looks like he'd be hosting something with Call of Duty. Only a guy with like a ten-piece suit would <laughs> would host something with Call of Duty. Um, wait, if I look at that, that looks like League or Dota. There's like a woman with the cards in her hand. Um, I can't tell. I'm just gonna, I'll just vote for the one that looks most familiar to me. Golden Boy. Um, okay, now we can actually get to the games. Best esports. Okay, it's still esports, though. 
Um, I'll just vote what you vote. Yeah, Golden that... Boy was the Overwatch one. Golden Boy? Okay. Uh, I'll just vote what you voted for the game that has delivered the best esports game. Best esports experience to players. I feel like that's that already either goes to League or CSGO. Yeah. Experience? I probably put League. League. It's either League or Fortnite. Uh, inclusive of tournaments, community support, and content updates. How positive is the League community? Because um, I've heard like some terrible things about it, but I don't know if I if it's fair to group everybody or like most league players into that category of them being trash or just bad people. Fortnite, no way. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, the Fortnite events are cool. Well, yeah, but this is best esports game. Like yeah. what? What, what what game provides the most entertainment when it comes to a competitive aspect? Fortnite. Mm. It has all the cash cash cups and stuff. Well, all the cash cups, yeah, but I mean like... So you don't even need to be a pro. Has, has Fortnite gotten better, like, has received better feedback than what CSGO has in like the past, let's say 12 years. I don't know how CSGO, how long it's been out. Let me just ask. Hey, Google, how long has CSGO been released? 2012. Okay, I actually am... Oh, oh wait, no, I said 12 years. I'm in 8. Okay. So, I it's, I it's either CSGO or League. I'd say League. Just because I see more people talking about it. Uh, Okay, we're still on esports now. Best esports event: Call of Duty League Championship, Blast Premier, Spring 2020. What is that? That's CS. I am Katowi. That's still CS. Katowice. Yeah, I think I put League for this one. League again, and Overwatch. See, I would say Overwatch because it's like the only thing that I'm familiar with. But I'll just I'll vote League because I know how big it is, how huge it is. I put League because. Like the event just looked cool. Okay, can like <laughs> I'm tired of seeing esports on on the top. Danny Zonic Sorensen, Dehi Krusty Park, Fabian Grabs Lowman, Lee Zeffa Jamin, Raymond Raymond Rambo Lucier. These are best coaches. Uh, wait, what's Owl? Oh, Overwatch League. Overwatch League. And LOL is League, and then COD is Call of Duty. I don't get it. Why did they like write in lol or owl in uh like below them and then <laughs> and then like the categories below them it actually just has the full name like League of Legends or just Overwatch. Uh who did you vote for? I, I don't follow CS. I don't have to vote, right? I can just skip it. Esports coach, probably. Yeah, I literally don't know any of them. Just Overwatch League, I guess. It's like <laughs> the only thing I follow. Best esports athlete. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Ian, okay, Call of Duty League, League, Call of Duty CSGO. I'll just vote for the only person that has CSGO. Cool. Can I actually get to the games now so I can give my honest opinion? Best debut game. Karrison, Mortal Shell, Raji, Roki, and Phasmophobia. I would say Phasmophobia, but I kind of want to give the other four a chance because I haven't really. I think I've heard of Mortal Shell, and I've but I've seen a lot of people play Phasmophobia. Do you know what that is? It's fun. Uh, yeah, 
yeah, I've seen a few people play it. Uh, for those that I don't know, I, oh, I think I put phasmophobia for this one just for the, because when it's released, just like the best yeah, community support that it yeah, that I've that it's gotten from yeah. what I've seen. Um, well, usually when you're saying best debut game, not only are you talking about like gameplay and just the game itself, but you're also talking about like community feedback. And from what I've seen, I've only seen Mortal Shell and Phasmophobia from all of these. Uh, from all these five games. However, I do like the art style that I see in Raji and Ancient Epic and Roki because it has that that same art style that Journey and Abzu had. Um, and then there's this all this another game on the PS4 that I don't remember. It's like Rhyme or something. Uh, Carrion looks. Yeah. Carrion looks like one of those. It it looks like one of those like super gory but like very visually pleasing games like. Um, What's it called? Hotline Miami. Like the pixelated, bloody... Yeah. Uh, or like Broforce or something. I'd say Phasmophobia, just because from what I've seen, it has, it, it's gotten the best community feedback. Uh, content creator of the year. I'm choosing Alana Pierce. I'm not even looking at the rest. Alana Pierce, J.N. Lopez, Nick Merckx, Tim DeTatman, Valkyrie. As much as I like Valkyrie and Tim, I'm going to choose Alana Pierce just because... I watch her the most out of everybody here. Uh, and I've never heard you say one thing. Okay, but that doesn't mean that I can't. I like, don't even know who she is. Okay, Alana Pierce. Tell me you watch Alana Pierce more than Tim the Tatman? Yes. You've never said anything to you? Yes. Alana Pierce was a journalist for IGN. Uh, that's where she got most like popular of, and then she's built a community off of that. She left IGN and started making content on her own. And she's a writer. Uh, she recently got uh, hired at Santa Monica Studios, which is like the same people that made God of War. Uh, she's in cyberpunk. Uh, she's just very, like from what I've heard, she's very well respected in her community and just the gaming community in general. And content wise, I watch her more than the other four. And I just feel like for gaming as well, I feel like she probably gives in the most. I don't know who Jan Lopez is. I'm sorry. But Nick and Tim and Valkyrie are pretty much just like professional players that make content. While Alana Pierce actually has like game info. Like she can actually give some 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 interesting feedback or just like details about games just because she she's worked in the game industry for so long Uh, i think i don't know she's worked i think she she said she's been into games for like really like ever since she was like super little uh but like her being a writer and a reviewer and everything i feel like just like Content wise, I feel like she'd be more valid. Who's JN Lopez? I, I, I want to give her the benefit of, of the doubt. Uh, JN Lopez. I just see a Instagram. Black Girl Gamers. CEO, founder of Black Girl Gamers, co founder. What is this? Study. No, no, I'm just like checking out of curiosity. What exactly yeah. is this? Is this just like. An agency, for example, that like features black content creators, black female content creators. Again, that's cool, but it still doesn't like compare to Alana Pierce. Um, and I do recommend for people 
um, who like are into like checking out new creators or just new content in general, check out all of these guys, uh, all of these people. Check Alana Pierce first of all. She makes like from from like what I've experienced, she does make like really entertaining content. Uh, Valkyrie is also really really cool. Tim is hilarious. Nick Merks. Um, Nick Merks very energetic. Very, very yeah, very energetic. He's good at games, but he's also very like explosive. And then JN Lopez, check her out as well. Sure, but I, I personally don't know who she is. Uh, best multiplayer: Animal Crossing: New Horizons, Among Us, Warzone, Fall Guys, or Valorant. Ooh. That one start big. Hmm. Best multiplayer for outstanding online multiplayer gameplay and design, including co-op and massively multiplayer experiences, irrespective of game genre or platform. Um, if Fall Guys was still alive, um, and I'm not saying like Fall Guys is a bad game, I'm just saying there's not really much to do after the first season. It's just new maps. Gameplay-wise, it's still the same. There's really not anything interesting. And from what I've played, um. There's still some issues. I feel like I'm being too harsh. But like if Fall Guys was still popping as it was when it first released, I would vote that. However, from what I know, the player base has dropped significantly. Uh Valorant, you tell me, Stefan. Do you think Valorant multiplayer is good? Or is it's, it's like it's it, not bad. But it's not comparable to like all of these four, right? Yeah. Uh, Warzone again. It's kind of like been going up and down. It's kind of like it, I don't know. It's it's not really that predictable. Um, to find out if it's going in a great direction or not, because like you see like a little spike when a new season comes out, and then it slowly drops, and then whenever something interesting happens, that's when it just rises, uh, just because yeah. people want to check in. Uh, Animal Crossing has done wonders for people in quarantine. Uh, and Among Us has like blown up like a lot, a lot. So for me, it's between Animal Crossing and Among Us, and I don't know which one is deserving more. I feel like content-wise, Animal Crossing has more to do than Among Us. While Among Us can be fun every, like every time you play with your friends, because you can always just fuck around and just do whatever. Um, among Us, content-wise, is always the same, while Animal Crossing has new stuff. It just has... It, it has a reason for you to come back every single day. Because remember how... Stefan, did you used to play Clash of Clans? Absolutely. Uh, remember, did, like, the process of, like, upgrading your town hall, and it said it would be done in 24 days. Did that... <laughs> Did that keep you wanting to play every day so you could like be be prepared when the thing actually upgrades? Um, I don't know. It's hard to explain why I like Clash Clans. Because what I'm saying is, like, Animal Crossing has like a motive or has like tries somehow to like get you to come back to play their game every single day. Because every day or at least every single week or month. They have like these new events that could ha that happen, and you could like, oh look, there's a new villager that comes by, and I can do this stuff and that that stuff, and so on and so on. So content-wise, I feel like Animal Crossing is more full 
than Among Us. However, Among Us has received incredible support from the community. And it's usually, I'd say it's pretty loved among people in the gaming community. I think people who are tired of it are just tired of seeing it popping up on their on their YouTube yeah. over and over and over again. But they don't believe that Among Us is a bad game. It's just that people are milking the game on YouTube. So I have no idea. So I'm just going to close my eyes and just pick randomly. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Wait, I don't want to like veer off to the right accidentally and choose Warzone. Uh, wait it didn't vote i I clicked but it didn't vote okay i highlighted animal crossing so i'm just gonna pick that uh best sports racing game i really like do not care yeah uh dirt 5 uh formula one fifa 21 2k 21 and tony hawk pro skater i feel content wise tony hawk wins just because it's a remastered and it's not like a yearly franchise um dirt as well might have been picked but i feel like tony hawk is more goofy because it's like it's not exactly skate 3 but it's like a skating game that we've been wanting for like a pretty long time and it's cool that they remastered it uh best sim strategy crusader kings 3 desperados 3 i saw desperados actually i saw a trailer for it i saw some gameplay of it it looked really fun and i wanted to try it but i just never did uh gear tactics microsoft flight simulator so basically just crashing to your own house of the plane or xcom i didn't like uh, i i haven't played this xcom game but from the xcom games that i've played i didn't really like it or maybe i'm just not into like simulation and strategy as much as i am with other genres however i am like from what i saw from gameplay i do like desperados 3 just because it has that cowboy aesthetic and i just love like like i said in a previous episode i like the time period from like the beginning of the american civil war to around the end of the cold war american cold war so i'm just going to choose desperado so what did you choose here uh, i think microsoft flight simulator just because you just saw yeah okay uh best family game Ooh. okay um Animal Crossing, Crash Bandicoot 4, Fall Guys, Mario Kart Live, Minecraft Dungeons, and Paper Mario. Okay, I'm going to do like a process of elimination. Mario Kart Live shouldn't be here. And I don't think Crash Bandicoot 4, as much as I like really like platformers, and I do like Crash Bandicoot as a character and like the series it's made, I don't think it fits in with this game, uh, like this genre for Best Family. It's like it's like putting Spyro here. I don't think Spyro fits with it fits in with like Mario. No. Spyro and Mario, you know? So I'm eliminating Mario Kart Live from here and Crash Bandicoot 4. Then we have Fall Guys. Uh Best Game Appropriate for Family Play, irrespective of genre or platform. Yeah, I think Animal Crossing was this one easy. Yeah. Does Fall Guys even have like split? screen nope so it's and i don't think paper mario has split screen either because this game is supposed to be enjoyable for the whole family right yeah so that means like members of so i think it's either between minecraft dungeons and animal crossing and i'm gonna pick animal crossing um 
Best fighting game. Oh, I know Chris is going to pick Street Fighter V, of course. Uh, Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate. Uh, well, look at that. It's Rambo and Terminator. Um, I remember like predicting <laughs> Terminator was going to be in the a DLC character for Mortal Kombat. I was like, it, it, it's either going to be Terminator or Agent 47 or John Wick. It's either going to be one of those three. And at least I got one. A Grand Blue Fantasy Versus? I've never heard of this. One Punch Man, a hero nobody knows. An anime game is a not... game nobody knows. What? <laughs> I don't think an anime game is going to win. I don't think I've ever seen an anime game win an award. Under Night and Birth, EXE, Late, CLR, what? No, not this either. So it's either between Mortal Kombat 11 and Street Fighter 5. I think for people, Champion Edition. Oh, okay, Cham I was going to say, for people who are getting Street Fighter 5... Wait, I don't think the Champion Edition includes... Because um, I think I got the Champion Edition for free for PlayStation Plus. Upgrade kit. Okay, okay. So, Street Fighter 5 Champion Edition is just Street Fighter 5. Uh, however, when you play Street Fighter and you open up your roster for the first time and you're like, hmm, what game can I play in this super cool fighting game? Um, there's really not a lot. Because... Well, at least from what it shows you. Because there's like eight characters that you can play from the beginning. And then you can see like another 20 that are behind the lock screen. And you can't play those unless you have enough fight points or uh, you just buy them. Uh, and from what I've played, I've been only available... I've been only... Uh, I've only been able to unlock one, which is Guile. You know, the epic Guile song with the uh, the one that goes... Here, let me play it. Nope. Maybe I'm singing the wrong one. Guile from Street Fighter 2. Uh... So I've only... Here, I'm going to send you the link, but we're not going to play it at the same time because I already played it on the podcast. Um, so I've only unlocked Guile just because of the theme. Uh, if I do get enough fight points, I want to get Jiri because she's, um, let's just say she's pretty looking. Um, <laughs> so Mortal Kombat 11 or Street Fighter 5. I feel like Street Fighter 5 is too complicated for me. And yeah, I know I'm basic, so I'm probably going to choose Mortal Kombat. I do like Street Fighter. It's just that I don't know how to play the game and it makes me angry that I can't do so. So I'll choose Mortal Kombat. As much as I want to vote, Street Fighter. Best role-playing game. Okay, I see a very familiar name here, and I want to choose it, but I haven't tried it myself. Uh, and I'm gonna, I, I like to be fair. I don't like to put biases in the way. Best role-playing has uh, names like Final Fantasy VII Remake, Genshin Impact, Persona 5 Royal, Wasteland 3. I've never heard of this, uh, so I can just eliminate it right away. And Yakuza. Yakuza Like a Dragon. By the Ryu, Ryu Gagotoku uh, Studios and Sega. Okay, so I feel like I'm going to pick Final Fantasy VII. And the reason is Genshin Impact. Have you played Genshin Impact? Nope. 
because I'm trying to get like I'm trying to get other perspectives so I can form an opinion based on that. Uh, Persona Five Royal. I don't know what's the difference between Royal and the normal Persona Five. I think it's just like extra content, extra DLC, which I don't think is fair putting here. Uh, and I want to vote Yakuza Like a Dragon, and I've heard good, very good things about it. Like Critical, for example, gave a ninety percent on its on on his moist meter. Um, however, I want to try the games first, or at least have an idea of how they operate, of how they work, before I actually give an opinion. I haven't played Genshin Impact and. To be honest, it just looks like an anime version of Breath of the Wild. And I've actually have played Final Fantasy VII Remake thanks to my friend, Chris, who share played it to me. And he made me do a squatting minigame, which you have to be very precise. But because there was a delay in the share play, it was just, it, it was, it, it was very, like, bad. And I couldn't <laughs> really get any. So as much as I want to vote Yakuza and I love the art style as well. I love like the yellow background and like the blue electricity and stuff. As much as I want to vote that, I'm gonna have to vote Final Fantasy Seven. Okay, we are halfway through the are, are we halfway? We're like 45% done. Best action adventure, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Ghost of Tsushima, Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales. Uh, which I have played. I've almost finished. I have two episodes up on my YouTube channel. Link in the description. Uh, Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Or The Last of Us Part 2. Hmm. What did you vote? It's fun. Um, I think I put Miles Morales. Oh, fuck. This is going to be difficult. Because there's like small things that I like from every single one, but I don't. I've only played Miles Morales out of all of these six. For the best action adventure game containing combat with traversal and puzzle solving, there really isn't a lot of puzzle solving in Spider Man. Like when you came over to my house, Stefan, the only puzzle that you did, or at least with Victor. Um, Stefan's cousin, uh, Stefan's brother did my my other cousin. Uh, the only puzzle that we had to do was like a train sequence, which I don't think is spoilers. Uh, but there's like this yeah. train sequence that you had to do. Uh, that I think that's the only puzzle that you've had to do, and I don't remember any other one that I have to do other than like just like a very simple just connect the line. But I, I don't feel like that's a puzzle. I feel like a puzzle is something that has to like work your brain a little bit. Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Uh, I haven't heard. I feel like the combat is okay. Uh, traversal, I'm not too sure about it, and there's really not a lot of puzzle solving. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima, I just really like the Japanese aesthetic because I just love Asian culture in general. Um, I. Really, should I just vote Miles Morales? Because it's the only game that I've played. Yes. Okay. The Last of Us Part 2. I feel like it's going to pop up a bunch of times here. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Didn't it come out last year, not this year? Uh, you might be right. Maybe it just came out very early this year. Maybe it came out like March. And I just don't remember about it. Because it was crowded by all the COVID stuff. When did it release, Stefan? I don't know. Just search it up. Me? 
Miss Quizzen. Just search up Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order release date. Star Wars. It's like March Jedi or April. Fallen Order if there was, if it was this year, it would have been March or April. Twenty nineteen. Twenty November. So what's it doing here? Why should why why wasn't it in the last Game Awards? I don't know. I I feel it like I feel like that should just immediately be eliminated. I'm just gonna choose Spider Man. Uh, best action. Ooh, Doom Eternal, which I've played and is beautiful. All the bits and pieces of demon Jesus body Christ. pieces. Um. <laughs> Uh, Hades, I've heard this is a really good game. However, I haven't tried it. Half-Life uh, Half Alex is like actually probably the best VR game ever out there. Uh, Neo 2, it's basically just like Japanese Dark Souls. Um, I played the first Neo. I haven't finished it. I've only gone a like, little bit into it. Streets of Rage 4. Okay, uh, so I'll choose Doom Eternal. But I think Hades is going to win. Uh, also, I'm going to be streaming the Game Awards on my Twitch when it actually goes live. Um, Stefan, are you going to be there? Uh, yes. Okay. I think it's on a Thursday, but it's like at 7 or something. It's cool but because we have online school and we don't actually have to go anywhere. At least I don't have to go anywhere. Uh, innovation and accessibility. Recognizing software and or hardware that is pushing, pushing the medium forward by adding features, technology. I'm just going to eliminate Assassin's Creed Valhalla because I don't think there's anything different to it uh, technicality-wise other than um, just like being a Viking game. Like I feel like it's pretty similar to Odyssey and Origins. I want to choose Watch Dogs Legion though. As bad as people say it is, it's still like a pretty big feat that you can play as anybody. Uh, because we're not talking about like we're not talking like best story or anything here. We're just saying like innovation and accessibility. Like what technologically is the most advanced game out of here i don't know what hyperbot is this looks like a kind of interesting game but like the ability to play as anybody which is the, the thing like as bad as you want to say the story is or whatever just like just thinking about it like playing as absolutely anybody and i think they've said there's like seven million eight million characters they can play as or like that are available uh as as like Trashy is the voice acting some people may like. I I still feel like Watch Dogs Legion kind of takes the vote. Uh, best VR AR uh, Half Life Alex. I'm not even looking at the rest. It's literally like the first game that I know of that you can play from the start to finish like any normal shooter, but it's but it's in VR. And I think I've seen something about The Walking Dead as well, but I don't think it compares to Half Life. Um, best community support. Apex, Destiny 2, Fall Guys, Fortnite, No Man's Sky, and Valorant. I'm going to say Fall Guys. Um, I've heard more about Fall Guys than Fortnite, Apex, and the rest. Do you agree with that? Absolutely. Okay. Fall Guys it is. Uh, Best mobile game uh, among us. <laughs> these, are just becoming, these are just becoming like you see it and you immediately know what it is. Best indie. Oh shit. 
Oh, no. Okay. So it's between like the top three, I'd say. It's between Fall Guys, Hades, and Spelunky 2. Uh, Hades. Hades or Fall Guys is going to win this. Or Spelunky might just like surprise me and take it. There's also Spiritfarer and Carrion, but I don't think they compare to these three. Did you just pick Fall Guys, Stefan? I did. I think I picked Fall Guys. I, I believe in Hades. As much support as Fall Guys has gotten, I still feel like Hades has like this niche, but not extremely niche uh, audience. I'm going to vote for that. Uh, best ongoing. Apex, Destiny 2, Warzone, Fortnite, or No Man's Sky. Didn't No Man's Sky like... like re- wasn't it revived? Somehow it's 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 like not bad anymore. Uh, awarded to a game for outstanding development of ongoing content that evolves the player experience over time. That evolves the player experience over time. Okay, so it's either. Hmm. Have you played Destiny Two? Uh, no. Recently or ever? Never. Hold on, I'm gonna sit down because my back kind of hurts. <laughs> uh, just say which one do you think deserves a win? Hmm. Anytime now. For best indie, you said, or best ongoing. Best ongoing. I think Warzone. Why? What? What? What Actually, makes? Eh. It's like a mix between Fortnite and Apex, because Fortnite always has like these changes to the map that actually kind of like makes it interesting every once in a while. But I don't think the play. Okay, well, outstanding development of ongoing content that involves the player experience over time. So we're not talking about player count. We're just talking about like development of content that has already been made to be different. And from what I know, Fortnite hasn't had any live event that is necessarily copy for copy with something else. Am I wrong in that? I I, I can't 100% confirm that. No, I mean, I can't say I've seen Galactus um, as large as he was in any other game. Yeah. I mean, Lego Marvel Superheroes had a pretty big Galactus, so. And then there's also Apex, but I feel Fortnite kind of takes the cake. Uh, Games for Impact. I have no idea what any of these are. If Found, Kentucky Route, Kentucky Route Zero TV Edition, Spirit Fair, Tell Me Why, or Through the Darkest of Times. I think I'm going to go mainly with art style here. Just because I don't, I, I I wouldn't say we have enough time in the podcast to like look through, um, every single game and try and base our opinion off of that. I like the art style for Through the Darkest Times. It, it's like kind of spooky. Um, Spirit kind of gives me like Wind Waker vibes, but more cartoony. Kentucky Route. It's like the minimalistic polygonal art style. If found, it's a cool drawing aesthetic. And tell me why is like a 
faux HD look. I'm just I'm gonna choose Spirit Fair. Did you choose any? Uh yeah. I I honestly don't even remember which. Uh best performance. Oh god, here's where we go. Okay, I'm I'm not even gonna look at the list. I know out of these three people, one of them is gonna be on the list. I'm gonna say I'm I'm not looking at it on screen. I have my eyes closed. Somehow, Troy Baker, Nolan North, or Laura Bailey are gonna be on the list. Are you can you can you look for me, Stefan, and confirm? Absolutely. Is Nolan North, Troy Baker, or Laura Bailey on that list? Because those three are like basically basically voice every single character in existence. Uh, one of them is. Uh, let me think of stuff that's. Nolan North and Troy Baker are both in Avengers, but I don't think they like probably got anything in that. I'm guessing Laura Bailey and it's Last of Us. I forgot what character she voices. You are correct. Oh, she voices Abby. Okay. Uh, so Ashley Johnson is Ellie. She reprises her role as Ellie from the first Last of Us. Uh, Laura Bailey is Abby, who people think, who people say they hate, but I haven't played Last of Us, so I have no idea. Uh, I don't want to butcher the name, but I, I think it's Daisuke uh, Daisuke Tsuji as Jin Sakai from Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, Logan Cunningham. The name sounds familiar, but he plays Hades. And then Naji Jader, uh, Naji Jeter or Naji Jeter? I think it's Naji Jeter. Is Miles Morales? Uh, do, do, do you who, do you know where who Naji Jeter is, Stefan? Because I guarantee you, you've seen him once on a movie, but you just don't recognize who he is. You would be correct. I don't know who he is. Do you remember Chris Rock's kids from? grown-ups no okay the black family and grown-ups literally the yeah i've seen grown-ups one of one of the one of the two black families in grown-ups i mean i don't remember what the kids look like that's not what the movie was about i know but i'm just saying like you don't i would have expected you knew the character at least Okay, it's like one of one of Chris Rock's kids, like the older teenage one. Uh, that's who Miles Morales is. So good for him. Oh, I didn't vote. I'm gonna say Miles. Uh, even though I haven't played any, I've I've heard like Ellie and Abby have like pretty powerful performances in the in Last of Us Part Two. But then it's also the controversy of oh, the Last of Us was bad because I, I, I don't know what happened, but I'm sure like some very important character died and people are butthurt about it. Uh, fine, I'll just pick stuff that I played. Best audio design. Doom Eternal. Oh, okay, don't get me started about the beautiful mix of heavy metal and electronic music. I absolutely love it. Uh, Half-Life Alex, Ghost of Tsushima, Resident Evil 3, and The Last of Us Part 2. I'm going to pick Doom Eternal, just because I absolutely love the soundtrack. Uh, best score music, Doom Eternal again. Um, <laughs> uh, best art direction. Ooh. Final Fantasy VII Remake. Okay, here's my point of view. I'm looking for something different than the others and final fantasy 7 as beautiful as final fantasy ghost of tsushima and last of us are 
Ori and the Will of the Wisps and Hades are different from that because it's not like the HD like try to make it as realistic as possible look. Hades has that like cartoony feel to it, and Ori and the Will of the Wisps is a little. Imagine like HD Studio Ghibli movies. I feel like that's the best way I can describe it. Like, have you watched the Studio Ghibli movies? Fun. I'm just trying to like involve you in the conversation somehow because I feel like I talk too much. I have seen um, Totoro. You've seen Totoro? Yes. At school. At school, really? Mm -hmm. Uh, My uh, science teacher played it for me. Honestly. There was also Ponyo. I remember we watched Ponyo uh, when we were younger. I don't remember what the story was about, though. I think it was like such like a child that turned into a fish. Uh, I'll choose Hades because I like the sketch art for it. Best narrative. Okay, I can't. 13 Sentinels? What is this? Final Fantasy VII Remake? Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, and Last of Us Part Two. Uh, I'm going to make a, like, a complete wild guess, and I'm going to choose Last of Us Part Two. Uh, best game direction. I what the fuck? I have I I don't know. Awarded for outstanding creative vision of innovated innovation in game direction and design. Uh huh. Although Ghost of Tsushima, why not? I haven't I didn't vote for it. Uh, for a while. Uh, okay, we're finally on game of the year. Okay, we've been recording for an hour and 13 minutes. Nobody's going to listen to this podcast. <laughs> uh, wait, you can hear me, right? Yep. Okay. Who did you pick as Game of the Year? I believe I picked... I'm surprised Doom. Animal got... Crossing. Animal Crossing? I believe that was my choice. As much as I love uh, Doom Eternal. Uh, wait, did Celeste win last year's Game of the Year? Uh, game of the Year 2019. I think Celeste won. Oh no, Sekiro won. But Celeste was nominated. And Celeste was like this indie game. And so is Hades here. I don't think Hades is going to win. And honestly, I think it's going to be between Final Fantasy VII, Ghost of Tsushima, and The Last of Us Part Two. And I'm going to make an uneducated guess, complete hypothesis, and choose Last of Us Part 2 just because from what I've seen reactions online I feel the story which I haven't experienced I'm going to mention I, I, I haven't tried any of these games except for Doom Eternal but I don't feel like the story is the best aspect of it. I think the gameplay and the music are the best thing about it. There's like two thirds out of um, actually no it's a half of the game because there's also multiplayer but from when i play multiplayer 
it's okay. It's not terrible or bad, but it's okay. Um, but I feel like The Last of Us Part Two is probably the best experience, but it's just that people are too attached to certain characters that might die. Who, again, I have no idea who died, but I know someone died in the game. Um, probably a major character that, um, I just, I don't know. I, I have, I have a feeling about the last of us and that's all the game awards. Uh, all right. Wait, who's the jury? Who's voting? Is it just like news outlets for games? Uh, easy allies and ga- game ranks. Okay. Yeah. Games radar, game informer, IGN. Kind of funny. Really? Uh, the LA Times are voting. Uh, the Hollywood Reporter, Protocol, The Verge, What's Good Games, Vice. And then there's like some sections of the UK. Global. Okay, whatever. So. Okay, so it's not like people. It's like companies. Cool. Okay. I think that's it for the podcast. Did you agree with any of the choices I made, Stefan? Absolutely. Really? Why? I mean, did listen, you know more than games. You more know more about games than I do. Um I think some of the choices were not the same as mine, but overall I agree with yours. Except for a few. For example, which one? I don't remember, but I know there was one that I didn't. <laughs> I didn't agree with. I'm up for debate. Here, I'll just like go uh best sports racing, Tony Hawk. Sim strategy, Desperados. Best family, Animal Crossing. Best fighting, Mortal Kombat. I'm guessing you chose you got you didn't like that I chose Mortal Kombat instead of Street Fighter. Um, dude, honestly, the game awards is personal preference. Yeah. Best role-playing, I chose Final Fantasy instead of Yakuza. Oh, God, I want to get back to playing Yakuza. Uh, I chose Spider-Man for Best Action Adventure, Best Action Doom, Innovation, Watch Dogs, VRAR, Half-Life, uh, Community Support, Fall Guys, Mobile Game Among Us, Hades, Best Indie, Fortnite, Best Ongoing, games for like hey, come on you have to admit it. it's like spectacular how long fortnite has lasted true um games for impact spirit Fairer, best performance naji jeter audio design doom eternal score music doom eternal did you like disagree with some of like the last of us votes no okay whatever well it- if one of you listeners um, has a disagreement or has a different opinion than mine, I'd be happy and glad to hear it. And I'll probably mention it next episode on the podcast when we'll actually talk about the PS5. I know we said we were going to talk about the PS5 and we're going to bring someone aboard and tell us what their experience has been. Uh, except they've told us that next weekend or like this weekend is going to be the last uh, like the last straw they told us if they're not going to be able to make it then then we can just forget about it uh but hopefully we'll have him on um that means we're gonna have him on in like two three days 
and then the next episode for the podcast can be filmed like next week friday or saturday after the game awards like a day or two and then i can digest my thoughts there and then i can also give a review about miles morales because i probably would have finished the game by then so yeah if you have a different opinion than mine or if you just want to tell us something cool go to apple Podcasts right now make an account just do whatever uh and please write a review there let me actually check if we have reviews i haven't checked the plays on our podcast are getting pretty low though we only have two plays on the last one it's pretty sad Please tell your friends, tell everybody, tell your dog, your your distant cousins, tell everybody about this podcast. Um, uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Wait, did our female count go up? Uh, no, we're we're still seventy percent and thirty percent males. Uh, seventy percent males, thirty percent female. We need more females to listen. Please, I validate female attention. Uh, what? Oh, yeah, and it's cool as well. One of Stefan's friends actually had the podcast in their top five for their um, Spotify wrapped, which is cool to see. Thank you very much for listening. Okay, uh, we don't have any reviews on Apple Music or Apple Podcasts, so go write a review. Like I always say, I love attention and I need it and I can't live without it. Okay, cool. That's the end of the episode. You want to finish it off because you haven't really Pop said. Champ. See you next week. Well, come, give please give an outro. I'm tired of talking. My throat hurts and I don't have any water next to me. Uh... Okay, this guy left. Okay, th- see you guys in the next episode. Bye. Please, five stars. Five stars in Apple Podcasts. Five. Uh, you join back. Just scream five stars for in Apple Podcasts right now into the mic. Just five scream. Stars, Apple Podcasts. L- louder, louder. Wake up everybody in your house. Five stars. Five stars. Apple Podcasts. Go How now. Many stars. One, two, <laughs> four. Can you guess the last one? Six. Five. Five stars on Apple Podcasts and tell everybody about this podcast, please. We require. Okay. All right. Bye bye.